Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Chris Washington is my guest today. Good morning, you all right? I'm well, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. I've been on the megabus all night. So I know, yeah, so you came down from, uh, from the north. Yeah, yeah, Blackburn last night and then straight to Shudil on the luxurious megabus for six I've, hours. I, you know, it's been, I've got to say... I'm not showing off here, but it's been a long time since I've done a megabus. It's, uh, you know what? I always stick up for them. I think a lot of people like whinging about them, and yeah. then I stick up for them. Going, no, oh, they're all right, megabuses. And then you get on when you go, oh, yeah, okay. Is it still like? A, is it still like two quid or something? Is it, has it, it gone? Well, yeah, it was last minute last night, so it was megabucks, fourteen quid. But um, <sighs> and how long? About six hours, I think it was. Oh, dude, that's not good. I know, but I'm here now. You're here now. Before you. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling funny, and and we gigged together this week. You supported yeah. me on tour this week, didn't it was you? Really good in Which Telford, in the entertainment capital of uh, England, the, the Vegas, the Vegas of uh, wherever it is, Shropshire or where I don't know. What it was actually was. brilliant, though, wasn't it? It's great. Telford's great, great place to to, to, have a, to start a tour. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, so Chris was with us all morning till eleven o'clock. If you are up and about, let us know what you're up to. We're eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. It's always very nice to hear from you. I, I was. I, I'm like lastminute.com this morning. I was so tired. <laughs> Literally woke up about five minutes before the show. And look, but thankfully, just around the corner in a hotel. So I've been, what have I done this week? Uh, Tunbridge Wells, last, I was last Where's night. That? It's uh, It's down Kentway. It's uh, Royal Tunbridge Wells. It's quite posh. Oh, yeah. It's quite posh. And um, interestingly, it was nice to do because I was at the Trinity Arts. And I, I, I did Trinity Arts when I first started. I, I remember in. It would be 2004 before I went up to do my very first Edinburgh show. And I went and did a gig there and I drove down. It took me eight eight hours to drive down because of the traffic and whatever. And I remember I was on with Mark Watson and I had to ring ahead. I said, I'm going to be late here, so can, can Mark go on first and I'll go on uh, second? Cause he, he was a uh, more experienced comic than me at the time. So um, they said, yeah, no problem. And I got on, got did the gig and I just died. I mean, I just could not, nothing I could do. Fifteen minutes then, when you drive forever and, and I know. just die. But... My, my hands were still locked into the steering wheel position, like <laughs> on stage. It was awful. Uh, it got to a point where I was supposed to do an hour, and after fifteen minutes, um, <laughs> the uh, a guy that this is the politest heckle you'll ever get. A guy in the front row went, "You can go home if you want." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> But I went, yeah, well, all right. It's one of, do you want them where you, you think, oh, I must have been here an hour now, and you look, you're watching, it's about nine minutes yeah. now or something. Oh, it was awful. You're just ringing with sweat. Absolutely awful. So it was nice to put that uh, put that to bed last <laughs> night with a, with, with a good game. Matters. Chris Washington is my guest today. Hello, you all right? So tell us where you're from, Chris. Uh, I'm from a little village called Goulburn, which is between oh. Wigan and Warrington. Oh, it sounds fancy. Oh, yeah, it's very fancy. It We've got a little and an Asda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, two um, together. We had someone in the um, in the World Cup 1966 squad. One of the, He was from Goulburn. Yeah. One of them guys. Who, who was that? I can't remember, but right, good. Big, big name. Um, <laughs> what else have we got? Um, You're struggling already after the little Asda. No, I know, yeah. And the substitute in the, in yeah. the World Cup. I'm well, done, I'm done. That's it. That, that's it. That's all you can remember. Fair play. Well, there you go. That's Chris, everybody. <laughs> uh, somebody's actually messaged in, said uh, Amanda. She said, Morning, Jason, your sexy sounding guest. Good morning, Amanda. 
Sorry, was that, that, that was, that was that creepy. Was a bit when you, that wasn't yeah, it? that Something. was creepy when you did that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I wasn't looking, so I just heard, <laughs> just heard a voice. <laughs> I didn't even know what my voice sounded like. This, like, when I've got one of voices where you know when you do your voicemail and it's like, "Hello, this is Chris Washington, leave a message." <laughs> Everyone does the first part of the voicemail going, "Oh, Chris Washington, I'm just leaving you a message." <laughs> it copies your accent yeah, back yeah, to every you. single time. <laughs> Uh, let's see who's up and about this morning on uh, 8 12 15 is the text uh, we've got look, oh, crack, a lot of people driving to uni a lot of people doing that this morning uh, right I'm getting in early somebody says uh, this was a while back he said a family of four all up at half seven on a Sunday that's not right is it half seven at this time no way uh, kids both have loads of homework uh, Milo is writing a story about Sainsbury's delivery how is this what, is this that's his homework. homework that's his homework that's not good, is it? Hot topic, apparently. Uh, Neil is making a poster uh, to depict world peace, um, which is uh, ironic because the mum and dad are both, uh, are both arguing. So, <laughs> uh, that, I, I remember, uh, I don't know if you've done that, where you've had to help a... I know you've not got kids, but like a, a nephew or a niece with a bit of homework. There's a weird thing where you... I've done it with my brother sometimes where I've helped him, and my own kids, where I've helped him with homework. And then for about a week, you're like, every day you're like, hey, what did we get for that... Uh, <laughs> For that project, <laughs> my dad. When I used to do art homework, my dad was pretty good at, at drawing. Like, mm. and uh, he'd go, "Yeah, just do it like this." And then within about a minute, he's just doing it all. And then I got, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't draw for anything. And I remember yeah. going in school one day with this, uh, what's it called, Tutankhamun, is it? And it's yeah. like all shaded on one side. And my teacher was just looking at me, and you're amazing. And it was like, <laughs> then I did my next one. It was absolute rubbish. Yeah, genius. He's a genius. He's gone. It's gone. Uh, morning, morning, guys. Uh, off to referee football this morning. Let's see if I can do better than the guys uh, in the Premier League yesterday. I that is a thankless job. I don't know if you've ever refereed football, but uh, no, I've, I've done never... it. I have. I've really? Done, yeah. I used to. I used to referee. It was one of those jobs when I was a kid. I was fifteen, and I thought I may as well. I've finished my paper round. I may as well try and, try and see if there's another job I can do on a Sunday. <laughs> and I got a job as a referee. Getting abused by grown-ups. Like, that's the problem. Because yeah. you're not. You, I was refereeing kids' matches, and. It was the parents. Yeah, at the side. Were, I, I've been watching them before. I, end, I ended up in. Um, I went watching my girlfriend's little brother once, and it ended up being a bit of a scuffle on the pitch. And the, uh, like, there was one bit right where there was a really big fourteen-year-old, and he was on top of a really small fourteen-year-old. He was punching him. So I just, you know, as a responsible adult, grabbed him by the waist yeah. and, um, you know, it's a tough one, yeah, tough choice, took yeah. him off him, and mm. then I, just some some adult just punched me in the face, and then wow. there was a big fight, and then yeah, so I never went again after that. Yeah, I wasn't that's... banned by the way. I just yeah. just chose not to go. <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, it's it's, it's it can be vicious on a Sunday morning. There'll be a lot of people today heading out on a uh, on this Sunday morning to to watch kids football, and it can be worse than the than the. The, the proper game of a, of a weekend as well so good luck stay safe guys stay <laughs> safe just a game and remember the kids are watching uh, morning Jason rainy Southport working overtime listening to you today That's a, there's a few people on overtime Chris, re- getting ready for Christmas oh, a lot of people so there's only three uh, th- I know but I guess that's you know there's only three paydays till these, Christmas, these are the worst people these you know you see these on Facebook saying mm. oh I've done all my Christmas shopping it's September or something oh, like no. that and they're just like where's the, the fun only time in- I delete people off Facebook that. <laughs> yeah. where's Are the fun f- in that though where's exactly. the fun in in that where's the fun in that I like that last minute I like shopping and where I feel like Mufasa from The Lion King <laughs> with just stampedes of people all over the place just trying to grab that last gift basket from body shop <laughs> that's no, there's nothing like it it's, it's, it's exhilarating Jason Manford Absolute Radio where real music matters Martin in Huddersfield is tiling his bathroom 
that in proper it? job. That's a big job, that as well. You have to use the little matchstick things, get yeah. the grout right. That's right. It's a tough job. Tough. Job. I used to. I used to. Uh, Plastering and uh, you've done a lot of jobs, you haven't you? Every, done a lot of jobs. Who takes it? I used to do it. Referee, I've done that. Yeah, done, done a bit of refereeing. I've done a bit of Tyler. Yeah, been been a bin man. It's because it's because before. I mean, obviously, I started stand up early, but I didn't go professional for ten years, so I yeah. had a lot of jobs. Oh yeah, because you'd lose your job after a while. People yeah. people wouldn't take the fact that you needed to leave and get to Dorset on a Wednesday evening uh, <laughs> to do a gig. So uh, over in uh, rainy Southport, who else up there? Driving our daughter to uni. Uh, in Liverpool from Kent, she's snoring in the back. We're arguing about what to have for breakfast, full English or coffee in a Danish. That's Greg, Rebecca and Beth. Full English. Go full English all day long. Even even if you're still driving, I think you'd be fine. <laughs> Just get the passenger to feed it to you. <laughs> That's what, that's what I do. Um, from Lucy, hi Jason, been driving to Leeds Uni by my mum and dad whilst listening to the show. Mum and dad droning on about how they only had one payphone at the end of their corridor back in day. But I don't really care. Well, why would you? Well, she's getting a free lift, so, you know. You have to listen, yeah, that's true. Exactly. That's true. I, I mean, many things are different now, Lucy. You're just going to have to listen to those stories. Um, I was um, uh, pondering last night about, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, how um, the hand-me-down clothes that we'd that, that you would get as a, as a child. Now, these days, kids, because you've got Primark and that, and, and Tesco, and the, and the clothes are so cheap, yeah. kids don't need hand-me-down clothes anymore. Are you not the oldest? I'm the eldest, yeah. So, so who's you getting them off? My youngest uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was a nightmare. It was a good 15-year age gap. Yeah. It was an absolute nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> then I passed them on. Passed them further on. And then by the time they got to my sister, that was the worst bit. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Marco Asensio. Uh, mocked online for missing a Real Madrid match uh, for a ridiculous, a ridiculous reason. Here's the story. Real Madrid player Marco Asensio has been ridiculed on social media after missing a Champions League match because of an infection he reportedly suffered while shaving his legs. That's You heard right. One of the hottest properties in world football, the 21-year-old found himself in a spot of bother ahead of their 3-0 win over uh, reigning uh, Cypriot champions Apoel Nicosia. Uh, Real coach Zinedine Zidane refused to confirm the rumour, but the Frenchman laughed as he told Spanish reporters that Asensio has a pimple on his leg, which means he cannot lift his sock. <laughs> this is... Fantastic. Spanish newspaper ABC reported the attacking midfielder's hair got infected thanks to a razor. His absence provoked a predictably witty reaction on social media. There were many comparisons with other players of the past who had reacted somewhat differently to injury. For example, uh, the German legend Bert Troutman, who completed an FA Cup final with a broken neck, and Franz Beckenbauer, who carried on playing a World Cup semi-final with a dislocated shoulder. It remains to be seen whether Spanish international Asensio recovers from the most modern of footballers' injuries in time for the side's next match on... Uh, well, today, in fact. Do you know so. what? I think this is quite clever, because they've come out and they've said this. Some people said they should of like said it was something else and mm. hid it, but he's going to get a massive sponsorship now from Gillette or something, isn't he? Do you know there what is I mean? that, yeah. He's going to be on the Gillette mm. advert, and you know, Making loads sure of money coming it. in for him now. But is it worth the embarrassment? Yeah, but he's more streamlined as well. That's why he's doing it, isn't it? Shaving his legs. Why are they shaving their legs? They can't know. be that much more streamlined. I do love that thing though. Like, oh, back in the day, 
to play it on with. His head come off. I know, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's Bert Trautman. He's just carrying on, just diving about with a wobbly head. Just be all right, just put a bit of spit on it. Just put a bit of spit on it, mate. Be all right, that. Bit of spit on a cloth. They're the best ones where you see, like, do you know when you see, like, people say how oh, soft footballers are and go, look at this, like, Conor McGregor, he's just getting, he's like, it's not the same, it's it's the same sport, thing, yeah. is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He's not, you yeah. don't, he's not getting an ankle lock or something like that, is he? <laughs> Yeah, so that was uh, that was in the paper this week. That the um, an injury missing work. I, I, I think that might be our first topic of the day. Okay, so I want the uh, the maddest, weirdest injury you've had, and you've had to miss something. Ideally, work. So you've missed a day for whatever reason. I actually, I, I tell, you, I I actually missed a gig once uh, many years ago because I got bit by a spider in Swansea. Not even really? Australia. In Swansea. In Swansea. I don't even know what spider can do that. It was massive, though. I remember the spider was... I'm not exaggerating, but it was... I don't even know anyone that's been bit by a spider in the UK. I didn't even know that yeah, was a thing. Yeah, I, I, I had an allergic reaction rather than... Like, it wasn't <laughs> poisonous. Spider-Man over here. <laughs> yes, I went the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the powers that are not good, like getting stuck in a bath and that. <laughs> <laughs> rubbish. Rubbish being uh, the anti-Spider-Man. Uh, but, yeah, I remember I, had to mi- I missed this gig because I couldn't... My leg just, like, swelled up. <laughs> Because I got bit by a spider. It was massive. Like it was. Like, I felt it get on the bed. Like it was that big. It was a big old spider. Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford. Where real music matters. Talking this morning. Uh, while we're on the subject of football, uh, after uh, a Spanish player this week missed a game through an infected pimple from shaving his legs. <laughs> um, we're asking you about injuries uh, or illnesses, odd things that have happened that may, meant you missed work. Uh, Paul Hinckley, first one in, first one in. I got bit by a mozzie in Turkey, ended up four weeks in a coma, never going back to work again. Been a year now. Paul, let's keep it light, pal. <laughs> let's keep it light. I'm, a- I'm after comedy injuries, mate, not uh, life-changing near-death near experiences. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's try and keep it keep it light, everybody. It's show business. Let's we're all, we're all in this together. Uh, and Rob London, uh, I once had to take time off work after getting a paper cut uh, reading to one of my kids. The cut was on my eyeball. Who's who's getting paper cuts on their eyeball? What you're reading too close, mate. You need to get your new <laughs> your, your readers sorted. <laughs> that, how have you done that? Turning the pages back. That, I don't know. I mean, they say the paper cut is the worst type of cut, but... Oh, it's about... I'm po- many years of postman, me, Of course, Jason. of course. I'm serious. It's it's no laughing matter. It's You've got to... I mean, walking around in shorts, getting paper cuts and stuff, it's... Getting chased by dogs. That was it. I, I'm not... I've never seen the advert on the TV. It says 99.9% need not apply. That is Royal Mail <laughs> thing, that. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not the Royal Navy. No. Nope. It's the Royal Mail. Royal Mail, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the paper cut is bad, but it's not... It's not the worst type of cut, sure. I mean, there's worse cuts, isn't there, than paper cuts, surely. But, yeah, for everyone, everyone's like, oh, the old paper cut, worst type of cut. It is bad, though. Like, it's always wor- one of them where you, it's worse when you get, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, you get one, you think, oh, the, you know what I mean? You it's never even remember slice, how good it is. It's the... Bad. No, <laughs> yeah, bad it is, yeah. should I say. It's, that, it's just a slice, and it? It's that slice right over your fingertip where you, where you need the most. I've had them off postcards, mate. You know, it's a thick <sighs> postcard. It's like 300 GSM, that. You know, you know you pay. Oh yeah, I'm really think I've got scars. <laughs> I'll show you. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music.
music matters. Chris Washington is my guest this morning. Good morning. And uh, getting some text in from uh, your family and friends, I think. Uh, Martin Goldborn, who's he? No, that's mine from Goldborn. That's where oh, I'm is from. it? He's yeah. not called Martin Goldborn. No. Right, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, Martin's text in. Uh, he, um, we're talking about injuries that left you uh, so badly injured that you couldn't go into work uh, after a fella. Uh, who plays for Real Madrid, uh, couldn't go into uh, play a game because of an infected pimple. Martin, from Goldburn, uh, Chris's cousin, says he had to have three days off work with a twisted testicle. That is true. After carrying a washing machine for Chris Washington, helping him move house. He was meant to be taken half the weight. Yeah, sorry about that, Martin, but, you know, I was best man at his wedding as well, but he's got a van, hasn't he, so he's obliged to help in these one. situations. Yeah. That's like me and my family. I'm I'm the only one with a nice car. Yeah. Well, not anymore, because I've got a seven-seater now, but uh, I used to have a nice car, so I'd end up doing all the, oh, will you do so-and-so's wedding? And, oh, know, yeah, yeah. Will you take your uncle to court or whatever? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Conrad's on the line this morning. Good morning, Conrad. Good morning. Where are you calling from, pal? Uh, Grantham. Grantham, lovely stuff. Tell us, what injury kept you off work? Um, I once uh, pulled my hamstring quite badly, mm-hmm. which obviously isn't unusual. No. Um, but uh, I did it while demonstrating a fencing move oh. at a house party. Wow, this sounds very. This sounds like a posh house party. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not that posh. And you, when you say fencing, you mean the like the like sword fighting that 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 not. Not putting up fences. Yeah. yeah, I got you. No, no. <laughs> so you've gone on guard. And so so uh, with a banana gone. in my hand, because obviously you've, you, you've got to have a sword. Yes, of oh, course. Yeah. Quite. Yes, of yeah. course. And you didn't have yours with you. No. No, <laughs> no. And uh, you've gone on guard and injured yourself. And did did you know straight away that you'd done something and, and did you try and like brave it uh, out? Uh, I well, I didn't know straight away because I was a little bit drunk. Right, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, classic. No way. I guess there is, yeah, of course. Well, I guess there is that, though, isn't it? I mean, at least you didn't you, you didn't crumble to the floor in front of everybody. Well, I did do the full splits, so it was, um, oh, wow. you know, like Romanian gymnast time. Can you do the splits usually, or was this just a, a knee-jerk no. reaction? No, it was just that there was beer on the floor it's, and the lunch oh. turned into the full splits. Wow, it was a farewell debut for the splits. Is this... My- your party yeah. trick, by the way, like getting a banana out and showing your, your fencing skills off at parties, because <laughs> will have, just follow me on Twitter and let us know next time, everyone, it sounds like a right hoot. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to film it next time, Conrad, that's what we need, you'd have made some money uh, out of that. I, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think I've done it for a while since. <laughs> no, good idea. What, what, what job did you do? What job did you miss? Um, I was just an uh, IT job. Oh, okay, so, was, so you were fine, yeah. no, one, no one missed you. No, no. <laughs> but I was—I couldn't even leave the flat. It was that bad. Oh, mate! Well, you've learnt a valuable lesson. To be fair. <laughs> Cheers, Conrad. Yeah. All the See best. You later. Bye. And uh, we've also got Jules on the line as well. Jules, morning. 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 So, what injury kept you off work? Um, well, we were we were in a pub in Liverpool watching the Europa Cup final last year. Yeah. With, uh, watching Liverpool, and um, I was with my stepsons and my husband and Danny. Storage course scored the first goal and mm. the pub just went absolutely bonkers and my stepson just came up behind me, picked me up from behind and jumped up and down and squeezed so hard that he cracked two of my ribs. Oh, yeah. wow, that is a bear hug. Is he like... It is. Is he like the bloke for the Green Mile? Does he just not know his own strength? He's no, no, but he was just so happy. 
So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those moments. But it was what was worse because that kept me off work for a couple. Of um, and it was really painful at the time. But I'd previously been off the year before um, because I'd broken my ribs falling off a beanbag. My goodness. Glass ribs, those, aren't they? That, that's it, Danny yeah. Storage would have been yeah. out in nine months, that injury, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Thanks, Jules. OK. Cheers, my love. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm not the first person who's been uh, bitten by a spider in the UK, Chris Washington. I know, Got I've them. just read this. Yeah, one James. He says, um, I got bitten by a false widow spider. He's, he's very knowledgeable, James. I can tell. Uh, he says that was um, he was removing from it, removing it from inside his house in Reading. Very painful. Uh, my arm felt like it was on fire. I had two days off work mainly because the pain prevented me from sleeping. They are poisonous and have been resident in the UK for over a century. He knows his spiders, doesn't he? This I guy. guess. He, well, he had two days off work. Then he's on Google. He's been on yeah. Wikipedia. Like, I wonder what. Oh, I wonder what. What bit me? Let's <laughs> all spend a bit of time looking into it. Uh, let us know if you've had an injury that kept you off work. A mad injury, though. Don't just Not just a normal one, a crazy one. After uh, there was a Real Madrid footballer, Marco Asensio, who uh, missed a game because of a, I don't know, like a pimple or something from shaving his legs. Uh, it can happen to the best of us, after all. Uh, Stephen Luton, I had to take four days off work after bashing my head, getting out of a swimming pool. Getting out! Getting in, I can understand. Getting out. Head glued together. That's not good, is it? Head glued together and concussion. What an idiot. Crikey, that is not good. Uh, We've got uh, Alan from Morecambe. Hi, Jason. I missed three days of work because I dropped a bottle of shampoo on my toe in the water. I'm not talking head and shoulders, he said. (laughs) I'm not talking head and shoulders. I'm talking one of those monstrous Tresemme ones. The big black ones. Have you seen the big black one uh, for the the shampoo, the big white one for the the conditioner? I've seen them in the bathroom. Salon style, is that what it is? That's it, yeah, but they sell them at Poundland, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure sure they're definitely the same as the salon. Uh, The funny thing is, I was quite smug about it, getting from Home Bargains uh, the day before for (laughs) $1.99. Not smug anymore. We've got Nicola on the line this morning. Good morning, Nicola. Good morning. Hello, where are you calling from, Nicola? Um, I'm currently at work, so... You're um, at work, all right, fair enough. All right, fair enough, we'll keep it quiet then. We'll keep it quick so you don't get in trouble. Um, So um, what ridiculous injury kept you off work? Basically, I had six months off work because I stepped out of the bar. Mm. And I gave myself a prolapse fist. You gave yourself a what now? A prolapse fist. Oh my goodness, off. just getting out of the bath. What was that? A prolapse disc. Yeah. Crikey. Prolapse what? Did you just get out too fast or was there a spider in there? No, I, no. <laughs> no, I just got out like normal and gave myself a Bill, you should have come and seen me. Not, <laughs> not a problem. Not, not a problem. You wouldn't have even felt it. <laughs> oh, thanks, Nicola. Take care. Lovely. Bye. So, if you want to give us a call, 0330-123-1215 this morning. Uh, let us know. We're talking uh, mad injuries that have kept you off work. Have you had any, have you had any uh, Chris, mad injuries that kept you off work? I don't think I have. I just, I'm a bit of a trooper, mate. Paper cuts, but never to the eyeball and just, just crack on, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But as a postman, I mean, you're, there's a lot of walking, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And um, been bit a couple of times, but... Is that know. real, then? The do- dogs and stuff are real? Yeah, yeah. It's not I've been just a cliche. times, I've been bit. I've had an Alsatian, a Spaniel, 
And something else, and they always say to you, oh, don't worry, it doesn't bite, it'll lick you to death. And they always think, like, that, what a way to go that would be, do you know what I mean? <laughs> lick you to death. What a way to go. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Halfway through the show, Chris. Wizzy's by. flying by with all these uh, stories about people's injuries. I'm really enjoying it. There's some, there's some absolute crazies out there. Yeah, absolutely. We're not, we're not, um, we're not happy that you hurt yourself, guys. But uh, we're happy that you shared it with us this morning. Uh, Paul uh, Etoc on uh, Twitter said, "I dislocated my shoulder trying to do a, a Rory Delap style throw-in. Oh, he could throw that a ball. A that throw, guy that was a big throw-in. To be fair, Ash on Twitter says, "I fell backwards over my vacuum cleaner, hurt my ankle, couldn't go in." Kat said she had to take a few days off sick for dislocating my knee whilst I was stood still. I just turned around to look for, to look for my friend. My knee did not. <laughs> Terry once uh, got whiplash drying his hair with a towel. <laughs> That's some vigorous hair drying that. <laughs> I brushed my teeth, really. You know what? When I got with my girlfriend, right, um, she, she noticed that I don't brush my teeth right. And mm. she said, like, but no one, no one had ever, like, commented on it before. But apparently I moved my head instead of the brush and... <laughs> I don't know if I can show you with the headphones on, but I move my head loads. That is definitely the wrong way. You're going to get whiplash doing that. I've done it forever. That's not how you brush your teeth. I know, but you you can get your head really into it and your teeth really clean. (laughs) Ben's on the line. Morning, Ben. Morning, Jace. How are you, mate? I'm well, pal. Where are you ringing from? I'm ringing from the Black Country in Warsaw. I thought so. Okay, what's your uh, injury and what uh, you had to miss work for? Uh, Well... It was my daughter's first birthday last year, in August, so mm-hmm. we used to go to Monkey World in Stoke. Of course. Having a bit of a walk around. Well, before we got there, I was uh, pretty keen to get there because I knew it was quite a, an active place for Pokemon Go, and it just started. <laughs> ben, can I just, I, ask, um, can I just ask you, mate, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay, doke. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, I was playing Pokemon Go. That was a, that was a crazy weekend, that app came out, <laughs> and then on the Monday it died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very crazy weekend for me, because we pulled up at the site, my daughter's fast asleep in a, a, a car seat, and I said to the wife, oh, I'm just going to go and have a look about. Oh, not saying to her that I'm actually going to go and play Pokemon Go. Yeah. She decides to walk over this little bit of a mound of a hill, and then literally goes over my ankle and sprains it to such a degree that I couldn't be at work for three weeks. Oh, my and goodness. Bruised, and I had to use a walking stick as well. A Couldn't walking bite. stick? Oh, my goodness. That's terrible. I'm surprised you weren't in the Daily Mail. At the time, they were like, it was like, people getting run over and killed playing Pokemon Go. Everything was a disaster. Oh, dear. Wowzer. And do you still play the game? No, I, I, uh, I no. kind of... Moved on to that, fidget yeah. spinners now, wasn't it? <laughs> the best thing is people say, how did you do it? And to this day, I still won't tell them I've spoken. I'll just say, oh, I went for a bit of a walk. Yeah. There you are, national radio. Yeah, <laughs> Finally. Now, confessing it all now, confessing it all. <laughs> well, you are not alone, my friend. I hope you felt this morning that there's a lot of people doing stupid things and missing work. <laughs> oh, most definitely, yeah. <laughs> nice one, Ben. Have a top day. See you later. Thank you, guys. Cheers, mate. Thanks Bye, so much. Mate. This one, I, I, I feel this person's pain. I had to have an entire week off work when I t- after I took my son on the waltzers. I had to stop the ride, was very sick, ended up with the, that dreadful migraine from hell. I couldn't get out of a dark room all week and thought I was going to die. I'm not a fan of the waltzers, oh, I've got to say. I remember my dad stopping him once. I've never seen my dad so angry, but he was in Southport, mm. just shouting at a man. 
stop it. And I was just like, that was another whiplash moment, like brushing my teeth. But <laughs> the two, I, I don't know what the fun bit is. Anything spinny, I can't, I do any, I do heights, I do anything like that. But spinning, spinning things, no, no, not fun. They do not, they're not fun. There's one at uh, uh, the, the local, <coughs> there was like a local fair rocked up a few weeks back and took the kids. And there was one where you, you, it was called gravity, and you sort of stand on the side and then it spins around so fast that they then remove the floor. Right, and you just basically just. Do you know what? When if a, if a if a fur's rocking up, I don't want to go on anything called gravity. Do you know what no. I mean? if, it's, if it's not there <laughs> all year round, if it just rocks up, I'm not going on something called gravity. Agreed. I'm definitely not going on it, especially when you look behind. There's loads of empty pripstick tubes. There used to be a minute. one at the back of our my school. They used to come used to come every year. Uh, Newton Fur, right? And they used to bring all these rides. And the first night, the rides were cheaper because they said it was test tonight because you might die. <laughs> you say 50p, but you might die. Fantastic. Still went though, didn't you? Yeah, every, 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 I only went on test tonight, it was cheaper. <laughs> Uh, thanks for all your texts earlier on. They were good fun. Uh, the uh, injuries that stopped me going into work. There's a story in the paper, and it was in the mirror the other day, um, about a beekeeper who trying to raise 500 quid uh, to pay towards his wedding. Right now, I don't. I just don't. I, I feel like a different species to people sometimes. All these stories, they're fantastic. I don't understand how they even make the paper. That's <laughs> what I don't understand. There's obviously journalists just sat on social media. Just pressing refresh. It's not. Even, it's not even a proper job. Aural uh, Brugutter uh, challenged uh, pal Jamie Granger to take a sit down on a swarm uh, on a farm in rural Matama, a, a swarm of bees. Uh, betting one thousand New Zealand dollars, five hundred fifty-five pounds, he couldn't take the pain. So he's basically bet him five hundred quid to sit bare bum on a beehive. For 500 quid to pay towards his wedding. Jamie was challenged to sit for 30 seconds in the bees after his other colleagues had failed to do the same thing moments earlier. Oh, right, so he's not even the only one doing it. <laughs> Barely lasted 19 seconds in the swarm, the softies. Uh, eye-watering footage shows the 27-year-old drop his trousers, plonking his uh, behind into the angry hive on August the 14th. Jamie Granger from Toronto. Uh, Tur- Toranga, New Zealand, uh, said the experience is painful, but still the easiest money he's ever earned. Really? Really? Easiest money? No way, is it? Was it painful? Well, it was just as you can imagine. It wasn't pleasant, but it was certainly amusing. As you can imagine, your bottom swells up quite a bit. It was just a spur of the moment thing, and he offered me a thousand bucks. I was like, well, a thousand bucks? That sounds good to me. Do you know what, Jason? I've got two things about this, right? One, he's obviously never watched My Girl, right? Mate, because you remember Thomas J in My Girl? Do I remember it? Oh, his so glasses. Fun. I know. He, he can't see without his glasses. That's that, that, that was it for Macaulay Culkin, wasn't it? That was that. it. Although to be honest, I remember watching that. I remember watching that as a kid, and my dad uh, seeing that and uh, and <laughs> and saying, "Well, that serves him right for how he treated those two burglars." <laughs> that was a different film, Dad. <laughs> and he's just film. that mate, and he'll just do. You know what I mean? Like, well, my it? brother's like that. We get run over for fifty p. Yeah, one of them. He's, I'm like jump off that like, the top of that uh, that ladder or whatever. You know, he's that sort of. You can basically get him to do anything. I remember getting him to do the cinnamon challenge oh. once. Have you have you seen this? Where yeah, you, there's some funny videos, isn't there? It's like a teaspoon of cinnamon that you've got. It's impossible. It's impossible. Don't don't do it, kids. Don't any, <laughs> anybody else, don't do it. Uh, it's ridiculous the things that people. I've just never been that sort of person. 
to be bothered. Someone's like, oh, I'll bet you this uh, to do this. I'm like, no, you're all right. Yeah, no. Not, in, not, not into but it the, at all. It's entertaining to have a friend like that, though, isn't it? You well, it sounds admit. like he's that friend. He says, when my partner Lauren found out we, uh, what we both had done for a bit of a laugh, uh, when she found out I got a thousand bucks, she said to me, well, that could pay for the wedding. She was she was over the moon about it. A thousand bucks for thirty seconds is the easiest money I've ever earned, and it's not the only thing he's ever done. Arrow spent bets, um, makes bets on the spur of the moment. He once gave me five hundred bucks to eat a slug. Yeah, but when I read Ugh. that, five hundred to eat a slug, right? That that's not as bad. He's no, got, it's not. To he's be put fair. his burr bum on a bee's nest for double what it was to eat a slug. That's that. There's something wrong there, do you know what I mean? Well, the, he's a beekeeper as well, which makes me think, surely you should be looking after bees. That's, you're supposed to be looking after them, not sitting on them. Yeah. That's the opposite of your job, isn't it? That's just, I'm, not sh- I'm sure... Better. Who's marrying him? Well, that's the worry, isn't it? This poor woman who's, who's having a wedding paid for, you know, like, it was paid for because you put your bottom on a, on a, on a beehive. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Chris Washington is my guest this morning. Hello. Uh, if you saw us in uh, Telford earlier on this week, uh, Chris was my uh, support act. Uh, but also, Chris has been um, up in Edinburgh, weren't you? This uh, yeah, I was this doing my uh, my debut hour this year, the uh, first hour that he's ever done, and nominated uh, for the the big I don't know what it's called anymore for the best, Edinburgh Award. Yeah, for the best newcomer, it was the best nomination newcomer. was for brilliant. Nearly nearly did a Leicester. Yes, you nearly did, yeah. Out of nowhere. I know. Out of nowhere. And uh, everyone was talking, so many people were talking about your show when I was up in Edinburgh saying how good it was. I know. Um, Well, I don't mean I know, I mean. No, I know what you mean. (laughs) Towards the end it was all right, but then at the start it was a bit, well, no, I mean, it was always good. I shouldn't really put it down. (laughs) At the start it was terrible. (laughs) No, but it's harder to get people in to see it and all that sort of stuff. Do you know what? Like, um, the Wigan Evening Post did a bit about me before the, um, before the, Start of the fringe, and mm. then they said, "Right, we'll catch up with you after your first show. We'll give you a ring and let, let you know see how it's gone." And I was like, "Great, yeah, that'll be amazing." And then my first show, and it was like, "Yeah, I would, have, I would have liked it to go better." Then they rang me the next morning. And I, was, I just saw it ring on my phone. I thought, oh, "I'm just not going to answer that." Didn't answer <laughs> it. It's like we need this story because then they just—I should—I don't know if I should say this—but then they just printed some stories like first show was went went amazing, sold out. I was reading this. I was like, "Did this didn't oh, happen?" Bless him. <laughs> Well, they're just supportive. Well, they, they've got me back. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I Thank what, you. Wigan Evening Post. Manchester Evening News the same for me. They're just they're just always dead positive. Really, yeah. they just you know they like they like it when one of their own does well. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know the gig went well according to that. Which was well, nominated nice for best be. newcomer. Oh yeah, it was amazing. The fringe was like the the whole run was actually fantastic. And so, what are you going to do with it? Are you, are you going to tour it or? Well, um, I'm doing three. I'm doing three dates. Three dates, should yep. I say, at the uh, at the Soho Theatre in London in January. Um, Brilliant. The twenty. What what are the dates again? You <laughs> tell us. <laughs> what was it? Twenty second. Yeah, twenty second to the twenty fourth. They're there the ones. Go. They go on sale this Wednesday. Are you definitely going to be there? I'm. De- yeah. I'm honest to God. I'll <laughs> be there. You. Yeah, yeah. We're going to even post a reporting on it, but um, yeah. And they go on sale this Wednesday at nine o'clock in the morning. And you know what I mean. If you can't get through, just get your mates to go. Everyone get on it. <laughs> And then the site keeps crashing. Just keep. And if, if what someone gets through and they book a load of tickets, I'm not like Liam Gallagher said that he's cancelling duplicate tickets. I'll I'll let you book as many as you want. <laughs> yeah, if we have touts, I don't. Not bothered. We'll have touts as well. As long as they get sold. Yeah, yeah. That's you. And if you know what I mean, go on that via Gogo. If you can't, if it sells out straight away, just do whatever you can to get tickets. And I might release some more. Who knows? But... He's like the GLS JLS of comedy. Um, <laughs> now tell us, uh, Chris. Um, 
when you're if people want to like go on your website or uh, follow you on Twitter, where 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 is all that palaver? My website is actually being built as we speak. Uh, oh. I'm on Twitter at chriswash underscore. Right. And if at chriswash would like to give me that Twitter, I'll thankfully take it. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. And uh, Chris Washington comedian on Facebook. And my phone number is zero. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. We've got a text in before from uh, from Eileen. She said, off to London to visit my daughter Mary. Why, when we get together, does she treat me like I've never been out of Burnley before? <laughs> like a northern monkey. It's it's a big deal going to London, you know. I'm, I'm talking to someone who does it every now and again, and my mum makes a big fuss every time I come to <laughs> London. Like, she usually I come on the train, so it's like two hours, ten minutes mm. from, from Wigan, and uh, she'll do me like a packed lunch, and you're like... She, she, I just went round. She's like, "Oh, have I in your three shirts." I don't know where she, she goes to my house, gets my shirts, takes them to her house, leaves them at her house. Then there'll be a packed lunch laid out, and it'll be like six pork pies, and then like you know when someone keeps the old celebrations tub, and oh, then yeah. I thought she might put some sandwiches in that. No, just a full tub of celebrations for the, for the train. Six pork that? pies on that train journey. Do you know that's like that's like a pork pie every twenty minutes. That Jason. <laughs> that sounds like heaven. I know. <laughs> Straight to boots for some Gaviscon in Euston Station. <laughs> It is a big deal when you come down here, and, the, and, and rules are different. But you, 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 I do notice that there are a lot of rules different. I want to talk, talk this morning a little bit about unwritten rules, like social rules. Right? I noticed this last week. I was flying from uh, Glasgow when I did the proms last week. I did. Uh, I flew from Glasgow to London, and it was a packed plane. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. It was full. Everyone. It was full, and uh, I was in the middle seat of a row. It's nothing worse. Nothing oh. with middle seat of the row. You've got someone in the other window, someone in the aisle, and I'm stuck in the middle. So I got on first. And obviously there's a moment where you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe then they won't come. Or, and, and also the person to my left was the last person on the plane oh, as well. Oh, dear. I know. And I was excited. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a... No, there she is. Um, <laughs> but what I... And I, I didn't necessarily realise this was an unwritten rule, but I what I did was I thought to myself, right, well, I'm having both armrests. That's that's I'm not having, right. That, you mate, think so? I'm I'm un, I'm sure on this. And I've I've been the middle person. Last time I flew, me and my girlfriend sat separately mm. because it was cheaper. Mm. And um, and I sat in the middle of two people who were a couple. Uh, because oh, that's weird. Apparently, she like she liked the aisle and he likes the window, and well, they don't like talking to each other. That's <laughs> <laughs> a long holiday. No, I think it's bang on. I think I think if your if your window seat. If your window, you've got the window, you've got somewhere to rest, and you've got that armrest, haven't you, on the yeah. right? Uh, yeah. If your aisle, you've got extra leg room, and you've got the arm, you know, you've got the armrest you, on the left. So if you're in the middle, that's all you've got, both armrests. Yeah, but that does restrict the other two to just w- one lean way. Each fine, way. I'm fine with that. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. No, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. So I was there, both armrests. And then, but the problem was then, like, they were like, "Oh, do you want a cup of tea?" I was like, "No, I'm not. I can't move my, <laughs> I can't move my arms. So no, I'll leave it." Just a long straw, please. Yeah, it was just like I just can't even. I can't even look. I can't even play a game on my phone. <laughs> Nothing. Just like just my arms plastered to the armrests. Uh, so unwritten rules. We're talking this morning. Unwritten social rules. Obviously, down here you find the escalator situation. Oh, they want to chill out with that. I know. They don't well, do that in the Grand Arcade in Wigan. No. Can go either, wherever you want. Stand on the right, walk on the left. They're very strict about it in London. Not bothered anywhere else. I've seen I've seen a fella, right, walking down. You know the bit where you walk down? Like, which, mm-hmm. uh, whichever side that's on. He's walking down and someone's walking down in front of him. 
they, they are walking, but they're not walking fast enough. So we've got their hands on the shoulders. What? Hands on the... It looks no. like trying to start a conger or something livid. like that. Livid. I'd be livid. Get your hands off me. Unwritten social rules that we're about to write down. <coughs> that's what we're going to do. So that's one. If you're in the middle seats on an aeroplane, you get both armrests, OK? And it might be everything. It might be um, anything. It could be uh, just people... Eating eating in public, that, that winds me up. Oh. I don't mean in restaurants, that's fine. <laughs> but I mean on public transport and stuff like that, like, no. Not not even crisps? Okay, you can, here's an unwritten rule that we're going to write down. Crisps, you can have crisps, but when you're opening the bag, just open it. Stop doing it slowly because you don't want to make a noise. <laughs> just make a noise as it is anyway. But definitely eat with your mouth closed. Yeah. That winds me up as well. A lot of things wind me up. Um, so, we'll do that this morning. We're going to write down our unwritten social rules. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Unwritten social rules. And we're, we're going to write them down. We're, actually, we're going to make this a proper thing now. It's, just, it's all... It's, it's no good just saying, oh, well, it's one of those unwritten rules, isn't it? No. We're writing them down. So Definitely. it's a written rule. This is how the Lad Bible started this, you know. Yeah, exactly. We'll be as big as them. We'll be as big as them one day. Uh, we, we're starting with the uh, the middle seat on an aeroplane. You get both armrests. That's the rule. Um, a couple of people tweeting uh, already. We had one from uh, Christy Miller. She says, um, unwritten social rule, Jace. Don't stop and have a conversation in the middle of the pavement. Shift out the way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely fair People enough. stopping in the middle of pavements are annoying, aren't they? They wouldn't even stand for that in Wigan, never mind London. No, exactly. People just suddenly on the phones as well, or constantly looking on the phone. I just move to the one side, have a look at your phone, then crack on. Do you know what I'm seeing a lot of? People on the phones with prams. Your prams going first yeah. and you're on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Going into the road. Let's not, let's not test, test if the road's busy with a pram, please, people, because <laughs> you're checking your candy crush or something. There's a lot of um, there's a, a lot of urinal etiquette coming in. Yeah, that. Uh, uh, both from Kev um, in the West Midlands and Stu. Unwritten rule, row of three empty urinals, he says, never take the middle one. Uh, Kev's gone into more detail. Always leave at least one urinal between you and the next person. If even number of urinals, use one out of three or two out of four. Um, if odd, use one, three and five. If no urinal uh, as, <laughs> this, <laughs> is available, is... Uh, then go and use the sit-down toilet. That's, um, that's... You know what? I, my, I, I completely agree with Kev on this one, mm. but my, my biggest issue with urinals and male toilet etiquette is I'm noticing a, a, a rise now in, in men like unzipping when they're about four steps away from the urinals. Oh, before so they've even got there. They're getting a run-up with it out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's no need for that. Although saying that, how old are you, Chris? I'm 28. Yeah, you see, I, I'm a bit older than you, and you do get to a point for me now where I'll need a wee... And I think, right, I'm going to go to the toilet. And I'll get to the toilet. And as soon as my body oh, yeah, yeah. sees the toilet, it's like, uh, release! Yeah, and I know, it's like, oh my God, quick, I'm in a... Don't be getting out in the pub and running through the <laughs> pub with it and then getting in the toilet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, morning, Jace. Uh, please write this on your list. It should be illegal for barristers, uh, or baristas, uh, rather, uh, in coffee shops, not to triple check they have put the lid on your takeaway cup securely before you end up wearing your hot beverage for the third time in a week. I mean, that's from Sue in Inverness. She's quite rightly put, you'd think I'd learn to look myself now. But no, you're quite right. That, we'll, we'll, we'll write that down. That's a new, a new social rules. 
That's yeah. fair enough. It's yeah. safety first. Chas Cook in Edinburgh. As a, a driver, you have you can shout and swear at the top of your voice when a cyclist goes through a red light. Uh, the green man is on. The cyclist needs to decide what they what they are. That was off. Uh, you got who was that one off? Jack? That was Ron, from... Ronnie Picker in that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the cyclist needs to decide what they are. Are you vehicle? Are you walker? Yeah, you can't be both. You're not a cyborg. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a funny one with that. There's a lot. Of, I love my favourite thing to do is watch uh, you on YouTube. I don't watch like box. I've never watched a box set in my life. But I just mm. if my girlfriend goes out, crack a bottle of wine open, and I'll just watch dash cam videos of road rage, <laughs> and it's fantastic. People getting mad at cyclists, and you know the best one is Americans' reactions to UK road rage. So then there's obviously our swear words, and then some yes. some some American man is just laughing at our swear words, or our reactions. It's fantastic. <laughs> At some point, someone calls someone a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's generally it. the rule of thumb <laughs> on uh, on Twitter. Um, Bernie in Enfield says, always take your rucksack off when getting on the train or tube drives me nuts on a daily basis. I think the rucksack, it, it, you can. I wear a rucksack and you can sometimes forget it's there. So, you know, you're quite right. Take it off, put it on the floor, please be knocking kids over with it yeah. and all sorts. The unwritten social rules, we're finally writing them down. David Leeds has come up with a cracker. People should never crane your beverage, by which he means when people pass you a drink by holding the cup or glass, spreading their fingers and thumbs over the top. Oh, the drink, the bit where like your lips bit, touch. Yes, where have those hands been? It's a tough one, though, isn't it? Because I get annoyed when someone makes you a cup of tea, which you shouldn't oh, yeah. do, uh, because they've made you a cup of tea. But then when they give it you, they've got the handle. Yeah, but they're... To be fair, Jason, they're doing the, probably the longest trip. Agreed. They need the handle. What they should make is cups with two handles. They're at, they are about in... Yeah, like, as a as a joke, though. Yeah, I suppose. I'm so. talking, I think I that's e- the F- better F-A version. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that way, the person giving it, can you can take it the handle. Neither of you get burnt. I'm telling you. that should. Be, I can't believe that's not been on Dragon's Den, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. There's a couple on Twitter as well. Um... Uh, this is from Karen Free- uh, Freeman. Whilst at the checkout, do not use your mobile fo- phone. It is rudeness personified. Yeah, but in this day and age, Karen could be could be paying with your mobile phone. You know what I mean? But I mean actually on the phone. I think. Oh she right, means. right, okay. Fair but you, you mean like I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phil says always acknowledge a driver that has given given way to you. Otherwise, you are scum, subhuman scum. <laughs> wow, Phil. Rain it in, son. We're only having a laugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, who else said? Morris has said, uh, "Do not fart in a lift full of people." I think that's. I think that's, that's a written rule, yeah, actually. Yeah. To be honest, what I like to do when I'm in um, lifts full of people, if I'm with a pal, is um, and it's rammed. You know, it's rammed, mm-hmm. and no one's talking to each other or looking at each other. I'll. Um, I like to say things like, uh, "Yeah." So the doctor said, "You know, as long as I'm not like six foot in front of anyone, uh, nobody else can catch it." <laughs> like I just like to say things like that. Um, Jonathan Reese always he, he always says hello to strangers in the pub toilets. He doesn't want to. He can't help it. I, should you talk to people in the pub toilet? There is a moment yeah. you're sort of like, "All right, all right, mate, all right, mate." I'll do. Yeah, I think I think that's fine. I think that's fine. There's another supermarket one, isn't there? About the uh, if you're the one putting the shopping on, there's someone still behind you. It's your job to put the little spacer on. The little divider, yes. That is that is definite. That also, I get a little bit panicky if it isn't there. Do you know, some like mm. smaller some smaller shops, like obviously in Goldman, we've got an Asdrand a little. So of course, yeah, I mean, yeah. like uh, if you go to like a B and M or something, mm, and, you know, not, got, not got them. I I start panicking. 
Are you, is your shopping going to get mixed I'll up? I'll turn around and let them know I'm just, I am waiting, and as soon as it's there, it will be in place. Oh, I just do my. I I just lie across it, so they, <laughs> so, so so I'm the divider. I I just buy an extra tin foil just to use it as a divider. If it's not there. <laughs> the other the other one about talking to strangers is there's this weird thing that people do in lifts, right? When you get in a lift, if you're the first person in a lift, sometimes older people do it a lot. When they get in, they go uh, two, please. And oh, they like they they tell you what like you're in go- charge of the lift. You're like, I'm not in charge of the buttons, mate. I was what? just in here first, like the lift pilot. But you feel like sometimes I've done it when I've been in a lift and some people get in. I go, what floor? Like I've, asked, <laughs> I've, said, I've like it's like a weird. And often oh, no. they get they get out even if I've not pressed the buttons, even if they press their own buttons. When people get out of the lifts, they go, cheers, thanks. <laughs> like, why? Why? Thanks for not murdering me in the lift. I don't know what it's for. That that whole uh, thing. My and my other favourite thing is when. Like a lift going from floor eight to the ground, and yeah. everyone's going down, and somebody gets on at six. Oh no! And then I'm... it goes down to three, and they just not concentrate, and then they just get out yeah, of the lift, yeah. and then just carry on walking like they're I... too ashamed to turn That's around. That's I mean, you've committed at that point, <laughs> yeah. haven't you? Oh no, I was going from six yeah, to three. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't going to the ground. You thought I was going to the ground? No, I, I was going to the floor. I three. like doing half and half, you know, just halfway down, then get the stairs. That's me, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, unwritten rules. Uh, this is Jez in Banbury. This is controversial. Uh, retired people should not be allowed to go shopping during the week. During the week? Yeah, he says that's 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 for that's for uh, no, sorry for I do apologise. I've I've read it wrong. Retired people should not be allowed to go shopping during normal people's lunch times or weekends. They can go in the week when everyone else is at work. All oh, right. Yeah, th- it's controversial. No, it's not for me that one. I can't, I don't know, I can't, I can't. What sort of retired people shopping, just taking the time? Well, off? it's just, A, they take the time and also they don't, they can go any time, can't they? Yeah, They can I go suppose. in the week when we're at work, I guess. But they've worked a hard life, you know what I mean, to go and have well, a privilege. Of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> not all of them. Also, we're getting to a point now where old people haven't even fought in a war. Well, so yeah. they've not even got that level of respect <laughs> anymore. There was a point when we were kids, they'd all fought in wars. We were like, oh, well, absolute respect. And now they were just football hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. A few people are just asking questions about social etiquette. Paul says, why do we have to put your knife and fork together at the end of a meal? I think that's sort of... I think that's to let... The, if you're in a restaurant, that's to let the waiter know, innit, or the waitress know. Yeah. I'm done. I'm I think done so. Here. I think that's the I general I think the knife word. and fork thing. My mate, my mate's girlfriend said to him about eating, putting him on the right side and stuff like that, and his reply was... I know, babe, I've seen Titanic. That was his <laughs> That's where we've all learnt it from. Never wear sunglasses indoors. I think that's, again, that, you, you just look like an idiot. That makes sense. Um, somebody, this is quite an old-fashioned one, I think. Uh, hi, Jason. We're walking down the pavement. This is from Bob. Uh, down the pavement with a lady. The man should always walk on the outside. I didn't know about that. I, I, don't. D- I mean, I do that My with... My dad the... always did that with me. Like, I thought it was a child thing. Yeah, I do that with the kids. I don't know. I mean... I, th- I think the rules have changed now. No. It's equality, equality now. Equality, yeah, definitely. And you've both got an equal risk of being yeah. run over, and that's and that's what you fought for. And, and if that's what you've got. It's a very narrow path, single file. Exactly, absolutely. Maybe with the hands Safety on the first. shoulders, yeah. like your mate on the yeah. escalators. <laughs> um, Book says, uh, sorry, Chantal in Book says, uh, get your tickets ready uh, before approaching the underground barrier. That's that is annoying when people are not ready. even at the shop. That annoys oh, that me. Just screams not. That's that's like me. That on the way home in a bit. That'll be me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! What's an oyster card? 
unwritten social rules, it is the responsibility... Uh, well, actually, this one's an interesting one because we've actually got uh, Lucinda on... Is it Lucinda? On the line uh, this morning who's going to uh, agree or disagree with this. I've got one here that says, unwritten social rule is the responsibility of the person who's just unloaded their shopping trolley to place the divider on the till, which we mentioned before. But Lucinda, this morning, has got something else to add to this, haven't you, Lucinda? Yeah, that's right. What's your theory, then? That's right. That's quite aggressive. Me off. That's in right. It. Come on, Lucinda, what is it? <laughs> So, um, if the person in front of you is still unloading their shopping mm. onto the till, yeah. never start unloading yours and trying to guess how much space they need. Oh, yeah. No, I Dis- disagree. I'm sorry. Do you? What, you no. reckon? It's a, that's a free-for-all. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, So, the person's I- still... They've not finished unloading their stuff yet. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. No, I don't know. We've got, what if it's a big queue? You're trying to help everyone out. But I think if, I think I agree with you. you know, make a judgment if they've got you know what I mean four no. or five if they've got ten things left in the trolley, the space get it on there. Ooh, I don't know. We're all in this together, Jason. Lucinda, you disagree, well. do you? So what I do now is I stand right at the back of the checkout, <sighs> good one, on and slide them up so nobody can come behind me. Very passive aggressive. A lot of space and then wait till I finish and then I put the thing down so then. The, Next person knows when it's their turn. Yeah, no, I think I think I think once when you're unloading your right. shopping, you're in charge of the whole the whole thing. That's no. you. That's you. You're in charge of the whole thing. That's all yours. And if you wanted to put a packet of Pringles at the back and some chicken fillets at the front, no. that is your prerogative. Not for me. Not for me, Lucinda. I'm sorry. Well, I think this is why you get like, <laughs> like Aldi and Lidl. I've I've like two checkouts on at a time. And yep. the queue all the way down. The, you know what I mean? This is because of people like Lucinda. This. I just don't think it's saving any time, though, by both of you putting your shopping at the same time. Exactly. I don't. I th- I'm, no, I'm with you, Lucinda. I'm going to write that down. That's going in the list. <laughs> Thanks for that. If you, <laughs> see you later. Much. Have a lovely day. Thank you. I disagree. Bye. Joe in Nottingham says, "Men do not come out of the pub blue doing your zip up." Mm. I want a megaphone to say, wash your hands! <laughs> uh, Mickey in Huddersfield, rule one, an immediate custodial sentence for any male above the age of 15 wearing a baseball cap backwards. Agreed. Well, I go getting sunburn on your neck, though. No, I'd go one further. I'd, I'd take him out with a sniper. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So we're talking this morning about unwritten social rules. And uh, here... Are our top ones okay? So always leave a one urinal buffer zone in the gents. Goes without saying, really, but worth doing. Worth doing. Uh, in the middle of the aisle seat on the plane, you get both armrests, as I mentioned previously. Music on public transport without headphones? No, no, <laughs> just no. And also people who type really loudly uh, on laptops? No. Your also, band. people who don't turn the key sounds off on the phone. Oh, what's wrong with those morons? Yeah. Torture. <laughs> God damn it. Don't make plans with friends in front of other friends. Agreed. <laughs> Never be the person with a trolley full of groceries at the self-service checkout. Hold the door when you walk in after somebody. Turn your big lights off on the car when driving at night. Yes. And someone's coming the other way. Um, or my favourite thing... Some of these are just the law, though, aren't they? Some Don't of them are. The highway code. <laughs> the covered yes. in that, aren't they? Well, what the, but the unwritten rule of that is, with the, at night time, is if you use your lights to flash somebody... Uh, if, if you use your lights and they're on bright, and then somebody coming the other way doesn't like them, they're allowed to use their lights to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Turn your lights off. <laughs> 
How dare you? Um, no feet or bag on that spare train or bus seat. Don't stop in the middle of the road, uh, the middle of the street to read a text. Loads of these. Have you get your ticket ready at the barrier? It's not news. It's not news that you're getting on the train, pal. Have it ready. Never crane a beverage. Lots this morning. Thanks for joining in uh, with those. Uh, there were some crackers, as always. Um, is, that, is, that our, is that our last link? Have we got another one? Oh, crack. I've got one more. Oh, I thought that was it. Oh, it's like when you look at your watch at work and you're like, oh, no, I've got another hour. <laughs> it's only another three minutes, but I'll, oh, I'll figure something. <laughs> Where real music matters. Have you got gigs this week, Chris? I have. I'm in. Um, I'm in Colwyn Bay. Colwyn Bay, yes. On Thursday, Wrexham tonight. Wrexham tonight. Yes. Um, I'm. I'm in Wales again. I'm, I'm just doing Wales. They love really. you in Wales, though, don't they? And then yeah, Backyard Comedy Club for suspiciously cheap comedy on next Sunday week oh. today. I don't know where I am. I'm going to have a quick look. <laughs> I know I'm in Chesterfield Tuesday. Um, I'm Chesterfield. I'm Newbury. I'm Crawley. I'm Chorley. Um, I uh, all the places. The showbiz capital. Then Chorley. Are you yeah. these by alphabetically? Alphabetical yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the order I've asked them to do it in. Um, I, I know I'm definitely in Chesterfield on Tuesday because uh, so Big Heads, the TV show I did for ITV, has been nominated for a Rose Door Award. I, don't, I, I, don't, I think that's the one Lionel Messi's won uh, for the last <laughs> seven years, and uh, we're nominated for this big award, and we're a big swanky do in Berlin. Uh, on Tuesday night, like, it was all like flying, you know, uh, business class. I don't know if yeah. it's business class. I've made that a bit up. But it was definitely staying in a lovely hotel and having a, a nice meal and all that. And I was like, oh, I can't come because I'm in Chesterfield. I'll do it. I'll, yeah, is that what you're saying? I'll, <laughs> co- I'll go on your behalf. That's Fantastic. exactly I'm what off I'm Tuesday saying. night. I'm in Colwyn Bay Wednesday. You've got Tuesday. <laughs> but Chesterfield will be great and I promise not to take it out on the, <laughs> the audience at the winding wheel. Uh, thanks for coming in, Chris. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. No, it's uh, it's always a pleasure. And come on again sometime. Uh, I don't know if you know about this. If you like the music we play on Absolute Radio, uh, we actually have this shiny app. You can get all the stuff. And there are some brand new stations uh, being added to the Absolute Radio family. Uh, there's Absolute uh, Deep Filth Step, uh, MC Gym Bags, Apple Sours will be played in the next half hour. Absolute Opera, uh, Andre Bocellini, uh, Where Is My Ice Cream is singing there. That's, that's going to be played in the next 30 minutes on our Absolute. There's Absolute White Noise, so if you, you know, you're struggling to get to sleep, that's Margaret, the sky's gone again. Lightning struck the dish, that's, that'll be played in the next 35 minutes. Absolute Iceland. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty. It's uh, that, this is Makur. Uh, it's cold today. And one of my favourites, actually. Uh, this, I pop this on the radio on the, in the car. Absolute Harp. This is uh, Amy Turk. Africa. That's uh, the cover. <laughs> cover to toe. So, so there you go. Five new stations. Every week I'm adding these. Every week. So uh, there's, <laughs> there's loads. There's some cracking ones out there. I'm lo- Absolute Adele. That's the one I'm, I'm looking forward to adding. Um, which is, is actually is just Radio 2. Uh, <laughs> five new stations as part of the Absolute Radio stable, as well as our exclusive on-demand content, such as the Manic Street Preachers, live from Kendall Calling and Elbow Live in Hyde Park. All available online with the Absolute Radio app. I will see you next Sunday. Have a cracking week. Music matters.